You are now tuned into On a Tuesday, the podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Aaron. Thanks for joining me as I share my perspectives on life, art, love, and everything in between. I hope to leave you better than I found you. Welcome to my passion. Let's talk about it. Today on the podcast, we have my sister Annie, and we would just essentially like to go through some of the things that happened in the second quarter, starting with Game of Thrones, because I feel like that's the only thing I really remember from the second quarter. You and me both. (laughs) That's where all of my energy was, all my anxiety was, but I took whole days off of doing things that I was supposed to do because Game of Thrones had my emotions in a tizzy. I don't know that that's healthy. But it's I don't not, know that it's not, like, necessary. <laughs> it's not healthy, but I think we all shared that. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people were disappointed with how it ended. I kind of, I kind of liked it, though. It kind of gave me that, there was, like, a poetic justice to it, almost. And I felt at peace for some of the characters. Some of them. Yeah, I mean, all our favorites survived. Everyone that wasn't completely rotten didn't die, which was a surprise. Yeah. I just think we had a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, I think that I, I we definitely did have unanswered questions, but my my question was, do we really want these questions answered? Because more people will die in the That's answering true. of these questions. That's and true. I'm just I'm happy that my, my people, my Stark peoples got away. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not mad at the ending at all. I am happy the Starks lived. I felt like they deserved to live. Rest in I peace, just, Rob Stark. Though. Yeah, Rob Stark was not ready for what the world became. He, he would not have survived. To die the way I he still did. don't know how John <laughs> survived it, but we all know John had a lot of other things going on. Yeah, but I forgot what I was gonna say. He, John, I, I, I was kind of gutted for John still at the end because the way that he got, he got a lot of hell throughout the whole series, and even though he had this claim to the throne and it's like I'm glad he didn't become king because I know he didn't want it and I I personally know what it's like to be thrown responsibility that I don't want so I was that was a win for us <laughs> that was a win but I still wanted everyone to know who he was so they would show him that respect even without him you know taking the position I agree I agree partially with that I feel like he was kind of jipped but at the same time would John have wanted everyone to know because then that responsibility that he doesn't want is still forced on him he knows nothing this is true too (laughs) I I kind of feel like he his ending was it was very downplayed but he seemed happy yeah you know what I mean like I think and it was probably that same thinking like I have been through hell I have been dead I have Mm -hmm. been back I have seen things no one else should have ever seen and somehow I'm still alive so a simple ending for him sounds good I'm gonna go off into the woods and live with these wild people yeah yeah you know and it's not like they didn't respect him they said he was a king in their eyes anyway yeah you know what I mean so I think I think that's the only way it could have ended for him John staying in the north meant that Sansa couldn't have her come up which Mm. I feel like hers was also fair yes John staying in King's Landing Sansa bossed up she did I loved that she did I was I wanted her to off somebody because people were testing her the whole time I wanted her to off so I wanted her to be the one to kill Cersei but but. I think that was a part of her charm Mm -hmm. because 
she's been through hell, but she learned a lot from the people that put her through it. Include, I think most of all, Cersei. Oh yeah. And Cersei never actually got her hands dirty. Cersei mm-hmm. had other people doing her bidding. Yeah. I think Sansa learned that from I her. Like, she... I'm going to play the game behind the scenes and get what I want. Yeah. Because she, I, I honestly felt like at a point in the last season, Sansa probably knew a lot more than anybody else walking around. Oh, for around. sure. Especially having Littlefinger kind of hovering over her for exactly. as long as he did. She, she learned how to play the game. She did. She definitely learned how to play the game. Her come up was necessary. Yeah. John being around would have taken that from her and that wouldn't have been fair. And John obviously couldn't stay in King's Landing because he didn't want to be king. Yeah. Not to mention the Three-Eyed Raven was for some reason now king. Yeah. No shade to Bran. Love Bran. I just thought that was cheating Bran a little bit. Jaden Smith charm. Exactly. <laughs> it was cheating. Like you can't have it all. You can't have this all-knowing creature also be your king. You know what I mean? But like, then it made, it made sense how Tyrion kind of introduced it that he can't have kids. So there's no there's no you know, I think a part of the the charm of ruling is having your whole family come up after you and for the fact that he can't do that, I think that takes away the, you know, the desire to kind of be well, a tyrant in a way. Well, yeah, more than the desire, it was also a po- the point to them introducing a democracy. Mm-hmm. But again, all of that stuff is good. All of that stuff I felt like had a place. Mm-hmm. It was all just rushed. It was. And I and honestly, I was kind of just trying to take the wins like Tyrion being in shackles and Tyrion calling being the shots. alive still. <laughs> yeah. And I I'm still kind of gutted about um Varys's death too because it's like you sur- you yeah. survived especially you know thinking back on the story that he was telling about how he lost right. you know his Parts. manhood. Yeah. <laughs> and like you know he survived as long as he has being a sleuth. Yeah. Know, essentially. Yeah. But it kind of I guess it's his character arc in a way to kind of show that he actually stood for something in the end so much so that he was willing to risk his life for it. He did. He did. And I, I think he knew it was coming. So mm-hmm. kind of take peace in that a little bit. But yeah. I really I felt like he deserved to see what the world became because yeah. this is the thing he fought for the entire time. And he yeah. was probably one of the most consistent characters throughout for sure. all the seasons because sure. he, he really wanted this. He wanted it, like he said, for the realm. Yeah. And it, the good came and he wasn't able to experience it which that was kind of yeah, and I know that that eats that. at Tyrion because that was that was his homeboy essentially yeah, but yeah. it kind of felt a little bit differently about Tyrion that he watched him go down like that you know what I mean yeah. I, I get it none of them really wanted to step in front of dragon fire but uh, that denial about what Queen Daenerys had become mm-hmm. and you know making moves faster like even John I kind of hold John responsible for what she was able to do because both he and Terry and a lot of people saw this coming oh yeah you know what I mean oh, and yeah. they looked the other way because they felt like it would be betraying her but at what cost I think I think more than just not wanting to betray her John just was like okay if I'm the only other option <laughs> I'm gonna beg her because I don't want this true <laughs> so he was kind of being a punk about it like you know what I mean he was yeah. wussing up but, but when it came down to decision making, he often didn't know what to do, and like that—that's what's necessary to rule. Like even bad, making bad decisions, being indecisive isn't really the a core trait of someone you would want to lead. However, it made him a good person because his his being indecisive was always because he was thinking of everyone yeah, else and but all how of often their conflicting people, interests. You know, make good leaders because wanting what's good for everybody That's and true. not being able to make the hard calls. That's I true. could never. I That's could true. Never do it. He was never going to fit no. that job, and he knew it. And I'm mm-hmm. glad he knew it. So yeah, again, his end. His end was fitting. It. It was a, so, sort of a letdown, but I think it was definitely fitting, yeah. considering the other options. The other things just didn't make any sense. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. That, but that that Arya Stark scene. Arya. That she that, was a gift that, to the show. That game winner. Yes. <laughs> 
That was beautiful. Yes. I replayed that about five times when I watched it. I know. That was beautiful. I, I did not see that coming. And it's kind of just like, like Arya could have retired the whole after show that, after that. We would have been good. Like she, she well, she kind of did retire. Essentially, she yeah. didn't have any major kills after he, that. She did not. And it, that part was a little disappointing. Arya had this list that she yeah. was going over and over and over in, in her head the entire show. And I feel like I looked it up and she probably only got maybe three people from the list herself but the last the last kill I was he does make up for it it, <laughs> it supersedes her that's list that's true she literally saved everybody's she, she ass really did and it's just like she really did she perfect really time did. to say goodbye <laughs> no <you're, laughs> she she really did um killing the night king was an epic win but i just there was some disappointments like we watched her become this master assassin this little girl that looked like a little boy that everyone underplayed didn't think much of her she <laughs> went she went unnoticed for, for so long like, i she felt guilty under- for how excited i was for her development because essentially Why? she was an assassin and you you know tainting tainting the energy and the purity of little girls that, but, but look at the times yeah, we're living in you know yeah. what i mean like you're either gonna take them out or they're gonna take you out and aria the, I, I, nothing but respect this and little person poor gendry <laughs> gendry was never gonna be able to handle that i don't know what he was chance. thinking kudos to him he he was shooting his shot but he was never going to be able to hold that i think he knew i think he knew he tried it he did kudos to him rest in peace to his heart um, (laughs) yeah that that show like it took me a while to get into it you know this because you for three years (laughs) yeah it's it took me three years i i said no i held out for three years and then and the only reason why i got into it is because i really wanted my hair done and you held that over blackmailed her yes so thank you for that. You're I welcome. Guess. You're welcome. <laughs> but how about um, Avengers Endgame? First of at, all, can we just point, say you, you you have to have seen it already because like if you didn't, sorry, you deserve whatever spoilers. Are Pretty much, because it's been a minute. Pretty much. Well, first of all, can we just say like enough with ending? Like I feel like this year so far they've kind of wrapped up and are still wrapping up. Like there are still yeah. a few films coming up, like Star Wars, X Men. They're ending the yeah. series, and it's just it's a little overwhelming for it's the fans. It's a lot overwhelming, especially if you happen to be a fan of all of them, which I am. Which just it, yeah, it's I'm too glad much. that I drew the line. Emotionally, it's, it's a lot. X-Men is the end for me. X-Men is the last of the things that are coming up that I'm really kind of torn it's still, about. It's still a lot. But Endgame, I I enjoyed Endgame. I think it's probably one of the best Avengers, despite Tony Stark dying. <sighs> Tony. Tony. Like, the Starks. I mean, there was this, I this know. Whole, whole... It was powerful for a while, right? Yeah. This has been a 10-year journey for Avengers, yes. 20 movies, it and 8 years for Game of Thrones. It all began and ended with Tony Stark. Exactly. And, and the Starks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a band. I, I can honestly say that I was emotionally invested in Game of Thrones, not so much as other people, because I didn't start when it started. I started on season 7. So I, um like, when season 7 was airing, that's when I went through and binged everything. Yeah. So I I didn't have that length of time to be invested where my emotions got super attached i was still attached but it wasn't yeah. as attached as everyone else but i started with tony stark and when i was calling him metal guy <laughs> when yeah. it first came out in theaters yeah that first uh, first iron man movie i grew up with like you know like what like not grew up grew up but 
I grew over the 10 years with these characters. Like, couldn't nobody tell me they I were know. my homies. I like, know. they were friends. Kudos and... to Stan Lee. I mean, he yes. really saw this project through. And can we just talk about how Quite his literally. passing was, like, at the very end of all of it? Yeah. He's cameoed in almost, I think, every one of them, if, yeah. if not most. It's insane. It, it was just, that was emotional for me. Like, this yeah. guy's been around from the beginning of the beginning. And he saw yeah. it all the way through to the very end of the last movie. That's spectacular. He, that was emotional for me. Yeah. But the movie was, the movie was brilliant. Um, I feel like we mostly got our questions answered with this one. I think that's the huge difference between this yeah. and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, although it meant killing a key character. Uh, that... <laughs> That, and then I think I think um, Nat's death didn't get the kind of recognition it, it, it deserves. It um, it was kind of like in the moment I understand the 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 rush of it, the need to kind of glaze over it, but then even like backpedaling with Tuck, I think it got kind of overshadowed by Tony. In a way. I don't think her character was ever really like one of the most prominent ones anyway. No, you know, but like she, if you she think was key. Think when you remember Iron Man, she was in Iron Man. She, she was, was pulling him but into always the fold, these very right? small roles. Like, I'm not saying, albeit yeah. important, but also very small roles. If you think about all the other characters that got their own movies that, you know, yeah, fused into sure. this universe, she didn't get that. So I'm not saying that she, she, she needed like a whole like 20 minutes of like yeah. her backstory kind of being thrown in there to kind of like, you know, show her that respect but it wasn't really mentioned after that's true so that's like true. even just in like you know in reverence of the character and the importance that she played in the lives of all of them that's in true. some way like um, she was she was pulling them back when they were like you know when when they kind of right. disbanded she was the one trying to pull them back in so i feel like you know you're right i never sure. really thought about like how emotionally supportive she was for all of them Very like much. she was really like pretty involved in most of their lives yeah. um i felt that her death though was kind of summed up with the you know i have read on my ledger and i have to yeah. repay this yeah um so it could have been a little bit more dramatized but to that point we never got the full extent of how red her ledger was True. you know what i mean so True. then i feel like maybe it played out just fine considering everything we only the, the I wanted things them we to talk knew. about her I wanted yeah. them to talk about her and feel sad that she was gone just like they kind of did that a that. little bit not enough, not enough. gotcha not enough. but then thinking about in in comparison they didn't really talk too much about Tony after that it was like you know the sum up right so it wasn't really as much as you know uh, I think her death was necessary oh, yeah, a for for, sure. for, the, for the simple fact that this was the only way you were going to get this stone anyway and if mm -hmm. it wasn't you it had to be somebody else yeah um, and Clint had family so. right so out of all of you who is it going to be plus killing us I'm not going to call her a minor character but killing one of the less prominent characters made the film a little bit more tolerable because you knew some things were going to happen that you yeah. didn't love and honestly after Game of Thrones like it was just a lot yeah so they kind of did us a favor I guess you know what I mean. I, the only way I can accept it is that she she wanted it. She she fought. She was for ready it. for it. Yeah, and even though Clint fought for it too, when you think he has family that needs him, and she really wanted to get this right off her ledger, like yeah. I'm taking it as a win for her, but still wanted her to get some a little bit more props than yeah. she did. Underplayed character of the century though, Captain Marvel. I was really it disappointed was in that. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, let's just backtrack for a second. Yeah, go back to the previous Avengers where Director Fury yeah. sent out that message, and at the time we didn't know who it was going to be, right? Mm -hmm. well, then we realized it was her. Then she had her movie yeah. to introduce her, which again was underwhelming. Underwhelming. But seeing what kind of power she carried and expecting her to really dominate in Endgame, yeah. it was kind of like, okay, where is she? I expected her to dominate in her own film. 
to be honest. And right. that was massively underwhelming. It was. It, I just, I, I didn't feel it. I expected I so much more. I, I wanted to feel it and I didn't feel it. I expected and so much more. But also to be fair, I guess it's there's a conflict there. Because if you included her in all of Endgame, there would be no real plot. Because technically True. she could have taken out everyone and everything. She could have handled all of this herself. But it was kind of, there, I feel like there was a little bit of an inconsistency in the balance of power. In, that, in, that, in that way. Because, right. you know, if that's the case, if she could have literally taken everything out with right. her powers... Why is it that she needed to tag team with all these right. women to actually do what, right. quote unquote, she could have done herself? I ex- I appreciated that girl power moment. I did But too. like you said, it, there was too. some inconsistencies. And in what are your powers? What are your capabilities? Yeah. Why do you even need a backup team right exactly. now? You know? Exactly. And I, I just feel like, okay, I get... I don't know. I feel like she might have been unnecessary if you're going to play her up as such a powerful character, but then not utilize her, you know, so powerful that she couldn't be in everything else, but, you know, like not powerful enough to get the right. job done herself. She was kind of unnecessary. That's true. Through and through. You didn't have to show Captain Marvel all, unless keeping in mind that the Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't come to a complete end. Yeah. The rumor is that they're going to continue with new characters. Spider-Man is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumor is that there Black will Panther be a female too. Iron Man. Yeah. Um, so maybe she'll, you know, show purpose in the future. Maybe they're so. trying to hold on to a few really strong characters that can come to the aid later on because you I don't really have so. the Avengers anymore, essentially. Yeah, I but was, I mean, kind of gutted about Captain America too. A little bit, uh, not 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 as much because I knew it was kind of just like, yo, I've lived a long time and I'm kind of just tired of it. Yes, <laughs> it was a, fear for him. It sucks yeah. for us as the fans, yes, but it was fear for, for sure. him. Yeah. And although I like Anthony Mackie, I love Anthony Mackie, but I don't know. I don't see him in the role really yeah, because no. I've gotten used to. Yeah, Captain Especially America. Captain as America is. with the beard, bro. Fan. Yeah, I was a real fan yeah. of that. I used to. Okay, drill, drill, true drill. talk. <laughs> I used to be annoyed by his character in she the was, earlier like, Avengers. Super, like, Goody But that's kind of what uh, like attracted me to the character, the nobility. <gasps> it's it's not about doing everything right. It's about the desire to be noble it because was of the really time annoying. that he was. You know, the time that reminding myself of the time that he was born and you know all the things that he kind of had to go through to get the power that he had and wanting to utilize it in the best way and you know the whole what was it um civil war civil war where they were showing the the repercussions of everything that was happening and it was just like okay we can't just use this power like we want to we have to we have to take into consideration the people that we're trying to help they're still affected by this right. you know, and we're kicking ass in the streets and like people are being affected by it yeah, yeah no yeah. I, that's absolutely true and he was he was pretty much right the whole time like mm-hmm. he had those morals those yeah. unshaken morals but something there's something so annoying about this teacher's pet mentality <laughs> you know this teacher's pet attitude routine where it's but just is it teacher's pet if he's literally running shit He's running shit, essentially. I mean, I granted, guess. it's not only him. So he's not really falling under... He's not doing it to brown nose. It's not like kissing up or sucking up to anybody. Yeah. It's just realizing that you are the top of the food chain. And even though you're using the power to help other people, yeah. there are ways to do it where you're you're also not you know messing with them and you know, messing up their lives. And so... How did you feel about um, the Hulk being in his like in between phase this whole movie? I think it was hilarious, but it was frustrating. It was weird, <laughs> it was right? Like to what end is what I was yeah. thinking. So if it's gonna introduce like if there's another Hulk movie where he has just you know some in between type, I don't know. It was I, odd to me. I get I get the per I get okay. I feel like in in Endgame they tried to find a happy ending, a happy medium mm-hmm. for most of the heroes. Um, you know, they tried to bring their struggle to 
a good point where they yeah. can live with it. So for the Hulk, it was always for for Doctor Banner, it was always fighting between Dr. Banner and mm-hmm. the Hulk. And for a while in Ragnarok, he was stuck as yeah. the Hulk. <laughs> and then stuck as Dr. Banner. And if I go back to the Hulk, I'll never turn back. Yeah. So this in between, okay, I have my strength, but I have my brains. Kind of nice. Still a little weird. Yeah. Not yeah, gonna lie. The whole taking selfies with kids. In yes. The type of it was thing. a little odd. <laughs> Those massive hands being greenish. Um, <laughs> fat Thor. Hilarious. That's all hysterical. It's just, it, it was kind of gross. It was very I'm not gonna gross, lie. but also hilarious. <laughs> it threw me. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. I was waiting for him to hit the gym the whole time. Like that whole getting fit montage yes. and then getting back into I was it. Waiting nope, for he did it. all of that with the gut. I was hoping awesome. after the time travel he'd come back somehow. It wouldn't have made any sense, but I would have been happy somehow with his old body, his old thorness. He, no. But I guess, you know, those things were important to show how heavily these strong men, these godlike men were affected. Yeah by the previous events yeah so i think the bang up job i think they did a good job on avengers endgame i'm not mad about it tony dying kind of sucks he was always one of my favorites the yeah. sarcasm the attitude the swag yeah. the toniness of just the tony billionaire you know? playboy yeah. yes you got it <laughs> but um it was all necessary and i yeah. think um, um and again if for no other reason to make room for the future of the marvel cinematic universe yeah. and the younger characters and introducing it to actually a new generation that can also get hooked on it like us yeah. good job guys crack. <laughs> crack. my favorite scene though my absolute favorite like i love the girl power scene but my favorite scene was when those portals opened up and everybody started stepping through yes i got so amped i wanted to yes. yell inside the theater and i was by myself but there was like four other people yes. like literally four other people in the theater and they were kind of just really quiet and i'm just like i don't want to no. be the one to disturb it do it but i was super amped i was in a packed theater <laughs> albeit a little annoying because i had a bunch of teenage boys behind me that was just irritating as hell but I mean, that was a, a chair moment yes. in the theater. Like, oh, I don't know, in New York, they, they still clap in the theater. It's a little weird to me, but <laughs> yes. it, you can also appreciate that they're willing to show their appreciation for what they're seeing yeah, right now. It was, definitely. I was it, amped. It was, it was a, it was a moment. It was a moment. Like, <sighs> especially when, um, Black Panther came through and I was just I like, I think that was the biggest That moment. was. That really was. Especially in my theater. Mm-hmm. These kids were into that i mean it was it was real yeah it was real and you know what's crazy about like these movies like they seem silly and they seem like i actually know people that would judge me for i've always been a marvel fan i've always been Mm -hmm. hooked and there are people that judge me for that i don't know if it's the female aspect or just you're an adult aspect and it's just like don't be stupid this is a community and i don't care how you want to think about it this crap brings people together it brought us all into that theater that day Mm -hmm. it had us all cheering at the same time crying at the same time it there was true raw emotions there and i can appreciate the hell out of that especially in a world that is so divided yep anything that can bring us together in the same room where we're okay i'm okay with that you know what I mean? Definitely. Speaking of bringing people together, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey's passing. Yeah. I have to say that I wasn't. I, I'm not. A, I'm not really big on music these days. Like I love music. I love the. I love. I, I can acknowledge the power and the impact that music has, which is why I had to step back from it. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things, it just doesn't feed the right energy in me doesn't feel the right emotions mm-hmm. rap is one of those things that i kind of step back from mm-hmm. um there's a few rappers that i really listen to like 
anything that they come out with, I'll give a chance to. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z. Like, yeah. those are Because you few, know the message is typically just real. Some kind of some kind of motivation, yeah. some kind of, you know, empowerment in some way. But there's a lot of other musicians, a lot of other rappers that it's just like, uh, Like, yeah. unless I randomly hear you at an event and like what it is, I'm probably not right. going to make the effort to listen. And it's just, I'm prioritizing my energy. That's, That's all that it That's is. That's fine. I get it. Like, some people just aren't listen, listen worthy for me like yeah. I'm on the treadmill listen yeah because yeah. you're gonna get me amped but when I'm really I really have to put energy into hearing what you're saying yeah. it may not be worth it no but and so um I didn't I didn't really listen to Nipsey like that like again Spotify at the gym yeah songs would play and I would get into it yeah for the gym but also not listen listening to the the lyrics of it and then I would see like months before his passing I would see um like you know the memes or whatever on the internet about what he was actually doing outside of music his entrepreneurial um endeavors his you know giving back all of that and that's what kind of made me lock in not even still not to the music but it's just like okay this guy has this image this you know hardcore image that you know the stigma surrounding that but this is the stuff that he's doing this is something to pay attention to right and so that's when I started paying attention and so when I saw the news about you know the incident that happened I, I was shaken by it and I felt like it was a little bit more than just another rapper being shot I, I it, agree I agree and, and I feel like there are a lot of potential conspiracies surrounding oh, this yeah, whole situation for sure but it's, I just felt like I like on a not like not this plane not you know I feel like anytime you you stop drinking the kool-aid or anytime you show that you are mm-hmm. a little bit bigger or better than what they like you know <laughs> they want you to be yeah and they there's no you know it's not a conspiracy type of day it's just it's the forces right the forces that be not not specifically the government right, or anything right, like right. that just Although, you know there's you know, there's good mark. and evil in the world right. essentially yeah and i feel like okay same thing with 21 savage the moment that he starts do, you know being All philanthropic sudden, then his, his immigration status yeah, becomes so a I, problem yeah yeah so it's just, hard to ignore it's, it's hard, very to ignore hard to ignore because essentially and i i don't love using the words woke mm-hmm. but essentially being asleep is in the best interest of the forces that be yeah. the powers that be. especially when you have that kind of pull yeah. where you know you you have the street cred where it's just like okay i did this and it's not it's not where it's at right so you know this is where you should be right you know you p- make that pivot right and when you're pushing that message not not everybody's going to be thrilled about that right. because then you got a bunch of little kids who were doing dumb ignorant shit that they're now looking at you like oh okay cool right. so you know it's essentially not in what whoever's you know best interest for people like that to thrive but that's where the conspiracies start though because Mm -hmm. then you have to wonder if you're against the betterment of this community or the betterment of this certain type of people who are you and what exactly do you stand for and that's where people start looking in a very specific direction i won't say and you know pointing fingers and i'm not i i don't know that they're necessarily wrong Unfortunately, I feel the, like you may never know what some of these that's things. That's the thing, though, because I feel like the the arguments that I've seen was, oh, all these conspiracy theories, blah, 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 blah. And then the conspiracy theorists, they're just like, oh, you know, stay woke. You can't, you know, not everything is as... I think that there's always an in-between. There's always an in-between. Always. So it could be a little bit of that. It could be a little mm-hmm. bit of this. And you never know. So it's like, you know, for the fact that we're on the outside of it, preaching and pushing any kind of theory as... Mm 
end all be all it's really ignorant and mm-hmm. it it's besides the point it's it's kind of like you know people arguing that god is a woman and jesus is black it's like cool but what's the point jesus yeah jesus so. most likely was black but that's not that's beside the point <laughs> that's <laughs> besides the point right so like right. focusing in on that deters you from like locking in on the purpose right. and the, the good things that come of it and Absolutely. so i think that the impact that nipsey had which is like incredible incredible to see how he's really brought communities together whole and communities rival gang way. members together just to in, in honor and celebration of what he wanted to do for his community right like right. even and so long after his death which you know the the positive impact usually tapers off after a while and it's in some senses it has like you don't really see too many people posting about him like they usually do but people and, are still moving and that's in the, the spirit of part. what he was that is the important to. part to keep mm-hmm. that energy yeah. where it counts you don't have to tweet about about it all the time you don't have to instagram about it all the time but did it does it mean the same thing to you today that it meant to you when it happened is it impacting you in the same way is it causing you to want to do positive things Mm -hmm. and to be out there for your community you know what i mean in the same way and i think that's what's important and i feel like as long as people keep that alive then he didn't die in vain you know what i mean like his death is sad and it was unnecessary and it's messed up but it it did good too yeah you know what i mean it's just unfortunate that it has to come to the loss of life to inspire people and i i found so much solace in the just i didn't i didn't watch the funeral i couldn't but it was um, yeah that was hard i couldn't i i heard some of the some of the statements and i don't remember what they are exactly but some of the statements made by his mother and Mm -hmm. lauren london at the funeral and um just the way that they they were clearly sad about it but they were like at peace they were at peace and my it's like i feel like the world lost something massive Mm -hmm. when he died but to see that the people closest to him that there are they're at peace about you know losing him because Mm -hmm. they don't feel like they lost him like he's still there with them in a sense and that i i feel like you know I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with it if y'all cool with it. Right. But knowing that that energy and that spirit and the inspiration still lives right. in all of us. Right. And, and that speaks strongly. Mm-hmm. That speaks strongly to who he was as yeah. a person. And that, that he's the, able to impact his interviews that kind have of been um, circulating a lot more mm-hmm. since his passing. And when you just listen to the way this man spoke, it wasn't, you know, you, you would see you see some people who you know speak positive things or you know their inspiration, their motivation, their mission, mm-hmm. but they kind of some of them say it in such an unsure way, and then others kind of feel like they kind of come off a little bit arrogant about mm-hmm. it, like superior because they have this mission versus you know what everybody else is doing. Yeah. But he had such a calm disposition, such a just a convicted disposition about what he you know what he felt, like even like some of his throwback videos of, right. of like in interviews when he was talking about why he doesn't wear a certain kind of jewelry and things like that and i'm just like yeah like he was he was the one right and uh, you know there of course there's the people who kind of want to bring up his past or you know always and it's there's just always. like like doesn't that mean more doesn't it mean more if this is what he started out as exactly. and that he became and he was able more to than that make himself into a better person you know appreciate that but and, there's always gonna be those people for others right so it's just like why, like why, why is his past being used against because him? Because there are negative that people. Essentially, that made him who he was. His past made him who he was. Right. So why is that right. a negative thing? 
people always forget that though yeah. and then it's just I, I just have to say to those people like if you were put in the spotlight and we had to dig into your oh, past you know what sure. I mean like what for would people sure. uncover what mm-hmm. would that make you now how would yep. you respond to that it's disgusting yeah. because it's the people that come out and they're the most open about digging into someone's past and trying to slander them for it those are the people that have the most to hide sometimes and you know what I mean like wouldn't you want to just lay low yeah stay in the shadows don't give us a reason to look into you stupid you should have just sat there your business pretty much your breakfast. exactly <laughs> I just I, I could yeah. not fathom that it's human no. nature it's, it's, it's kind of disgusting it's usually people who you know the people who don't know or feel like they have nothing to lose that you know speak the most on situations mm-hmm. that they kind of just yeah uh, another example is the whole abortion ban situation yes. all these Ridiculous. old people who are well past the age who of who are not impacted by this whatsoever <laughs> is somehow like, trying to make decisions for the younger generation and it's just like wh- I know from experience that all older people they don't have the the best interest of anyone besides themselves at heart. See and it. it's like some of this stuff stems from boredom. Yep. And you know, it doesn't seem that way because they, you know, they make these arguments that would make you think that okay, they actually put thought into this. And yeah, they might have put thoughts into it, but that doesn't make it a good decision. Right. Like some of the the stipulations about the abortion ban and, you know, like victims of rape not being able to uh, like you know terminate a pregnancy even like that's tr- you're you're forcing people to live with their trauma right in a way right because you want to dictate like why does that have any why I'm, I'm still at a loss for some of the things that people feel like they need to dictate right and, you know why is this the thing government you, officials, you know, yeah like, why, why is, is that any of your business <laughs> what you know you you complain about you know just everything else by way of the other bills and things that mm-hmm. are being introduced like taking away planned parenthood funding in certain spaces mm-hmm. um you, education like budget cuts for the education system mm-hmm. and things like that it's like everything like these children that you're trying to force to be born into the world there's nothing else in place to actually support them so how are you pro-life when you're literally you don't care about their life once they are born right there are a bunch of kids that are here now that need support that you're not checking for so why are you trying to force more children to be born when you are not supporting them in the way that you claim that you're about like pro-life be pro-life that's already here exactly and mind your business when it comes to anything else that has nothing to do with you because oh these these little these kids in the hood that are being born because you know they they no longer can you know mothers no are choice. terrified yeah right. you're still gonna be hunting them down exactly you're still gonna be you know not giving them the opportunities that they actually need to thrive exactly. and you are creating more of what they call monsters right because there are people born in circumstances that like they they tarnish your soul the only thing I can be sure of about the people that are behind this is they've obviously never experienced any real trauma and this is goes to what I was saying before this is what this is where conspiracy theories are born mm-hmm. you know what I mean because you have to look at situations like this and say okay if you were ever in a situation or had anyone close to you that was ever in a situation where they needed the things you're trying to take away mm-hmm. you wouldn't be saying that yeah what group of people is that who are these people that have no idea like it's almost inhuman it sucks when it makes me look at movies like saw and understand 
because when that when that whole franchise started it was just like yo this is <laughs> but being in a space where it's just like i understand why if that really happened i understand why somebody would be right. moved to do something like right. that because there are people who have no empathy no humanity right. and it's disgusting it's just like and these are the you people are putting, making the laws making the and rules. they're putting things in place where if they were to die tomorrow it would still be in place and it, it's not impacting them alive or dead right. but you don't care about the people you, your constituents right. you don't care about them so why the hell are you in a position to make make laws why and that i think that just really speaks to how our generation literally we have to step up because this world yeah. is ours when the generation before us has died and gone mm -hmm. this world is ours and we are forced to live with the crap world that they've created for us because to your point they don't really care they don't have a reason to care there is no motivation there's no real incentive None. for them in this anymore unless they gave a crap about their grandchildren which let's be real selfish they, human they beings they already imagine the loopholes for their grandchildren I'm so sure. they don't care I'm sure they don't care yeah so it's it's up to us it's up to us to step up it's not mm -hmm. enough to talk about things anymore like we just have to and we've proven to be that generation to do it this is and true so it's just it, it's requiring that and I, like I've never really I've I've for as long as I can remember, been so impartial to politics. But now that I'm realizing, not not even now, like I've realized a while ago that there's uh, politics is literally in everything that we do. Yeah. And so I I found that I can't just be nope. I'm just about the art. I, you know I can't be no. that anymore. So even never wanting to be a person to take any political office right. ever, like right. I don't want that smoke. But still showing support for the people who do. Right. You know and and voting. Right. And I'm not this, you know, go vote because your voice matters. I realize there's a lot of instances where that's not true, i.e. the last presidential election. Oh, but, you know, it, it's it's bigger than presidential elections. It there's, is. you know, who who's gets elected into right. state right. and local um You have to pay offices. attention to the seemingly smaller yes. things as you well. You gotta start from the, from the, 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 the smallest organisms. Is yeah. are, it's the most important. And so, like, looking into the smallest structures, the smallest infrastructures of government, state and local, right. you know, and locking into that and not just waiting until it gets to the presidential right. elections because then it's kind of too late you right. kind of just have to pick between the jackasses that are up pretty much yeah <laughs> slim picking yeah <laughs> no but, i totally um, agree and that's even like down to like you know who becomes the commissioner and mm -hmm. your police department and things right. like that like <laughs> i i kind of don't want to even go here but um Sounds when like they, you went there. When they see us, I started watching the series and I I I don't know how I got through the first episode because I kept pausing it and you walking away. You did better than I did. I couldn't get past the first half hour. I was pissed beyond the first half hour. I felt some rage that I know and there was there were whole conversations on social media about you know people saying we don't need more of this and I disagree. I think it's necessary. Although I understand why people don't Hop, like jump in and watch it like if somebody said to me I'll never watch this I would not blame them mm -hmm. but as far as it never being created it needs to be created it right. needs to be documented right. because the lack of documentation of certain portions of our history is the reason why no, some a lot of people don't know That's certain right. portions of our history if we don't document it they will pretend it never happened <laughs> exactly in 2056 it'll right. be a bunch of white kids that you know went to somewhere and was assaulted by black people instead of the way it actually right. played out so i strongly support ava duvernay and how she you know and and, and then the, the actors and it's only fair that these men that they had their story told For they sure. had a lot taken away from them unfairly sure. 
and I at went such I, a young age. I put myself in their position. Even not even not even putting myself specifically in their shoes. I have had some really simple moments where I just felt like you know I was either lied on or something like that and I wanted the world to know that I wasn't guilty I wanted the world to know that whatever I was being depicted as in those moments that wasn't me exactly. so I can only imagine on this large on scale yeah. like, they, it was a witch hunt for black yeah. boys and it was it's disgusting yeah. and the, the broad that sorry, the broad that like led the charge against mm-hmm. them I, somebody tweeted like they didn't even put her um her twitter name but i i put her twitter name in the tweet that uh, when i said this broad needs to be brought to justice and somehow her, i really hope her we account get is there. deactivated now. i feel yeah i but feel seriously. that the steps have been taken since then seriously you know things have been stripped away from her and i would like for that to continue oh yeah because you you should sure. not get to profit off you, of this you, it's you, foul you don't deserve to enjoy life no now Especially, that you, you how do you even like knowing what you did how, you how do you lo- breathe? How do you how do you how do you smile? How do you look your grandkids in the face? How do like you go through filthy. your day to day and just pretend that you're a decent person, knowing the kind of human that you are inhuman? It's one that thing. You are. It's I f- I feel like there are people who are strongly brainwashed and actually believe what they're doing is right. That's bad, but not so bad as knowing blatantly that you are pulling shit out of yeah. your ass. Yeah and ruining lives and you just had to check the box you didn't care who was impacted exactly like these are kids these are kids and it speaks a lot about how young black men and women they are vilified before they even have an idea of who they are and it's 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 really disgusting for the people that say that we don't need more of this again i understand Mm -hmm. that burden on your heart that place of anxiety where it takes you because it makes you so angry but you have to keep thinking that could be your son that could be your brother mm-hmm. that could have been your father that mm-hmm. could have been your uncle you know what i mean the people that you care about and would you want their story to have been told for sure so absolutely it and it i respect needs that to be they, put out there i respect that all these years later they are willing to go through the trauma again, again to just to kind of put it out there because it's information we need to have even if it's even if you don't watch it right away even if it takes you, you know years what? to watch it i'm not satisfied alone with the broad she that shall not be named she needs I'm to, not I'm not satisfied she needs to be prosecuted she needs to be prosecuted I'm not satisfied with just her punishment I feel like these men they've a lot's been taken away from them and they you need, need to, to be give the, yeah. absolutely you yep. need to give back into their lives just as much as you've taken away from them for sure because there were they some very there was some advantages taken away you didn't get to finish school you didn't get to get a job you know so now yeah. you go to look for a job and all that people are going to see is that you've been in jail for how long mm-hmm. your, your, your life is done they mm-hmm. took away your life they took yeah. away your choices yeah i feel like it's up to them yeah to give back into you restitution absolutely for sure yeah she huh. mm. on a lighter note yes <laughs> Something that I kind of like still kind of weirds me out a little bit. Um, there was this conversation that took place on the Red Table Talk with um, Willow Smith, Jada, and her mom. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Aisha Curry and then the, like all the women in that. Okay. You know, I, I don't remember specifically who they are because I kind of don't pay too much attention to like, all of that. <laughs> yeah. But I watched the conversation because I saw the I saw the the headlines mm-hmm. on social media. And then I remembered a tweet from I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was sounded condescending coming mm-hmm. from Aisha being a, a, a public figure being a christian woman it sounded condescending towards women who weren't as covered up as she was Mm. and i when i saw the tweet i was kind of just like okay like and it made me step back from her like and i again i'm not really into all of that like you know i don't really care about celeb life yeah but um 
it made me feel kind of just like uh, you're doing too much and mm -hmm. like my personal take on that was I feel like there's enough condescension coming from the church in general if you know if you really believe that women should be covered up be an example of that right rather than you know throw your words at them but you know that didn't really go anywhere i kind of let that go yeah so to see the headlines about she you know aisha curry feeling away about not getting attention from other men yeah it made me want to watch because i you know <laughs> it's tempted to start forming opinions on right, right so i'm like you know what let me watch and see what is this is about so i watched the entire thing and I'm just like, where's the issue? <laughs> where's the issue in what she said? Because um, the context of it, to, in my opinion, from my perspective, was I have these struggles with my marriage, with my security mm -hmm. in my marriage, where I I, I see the women that kind of just don't care that I exist. Right. They, you know, still shoot their shot or, you know, they still like, you know just they're around they hover and i feel like i have to combat them sometimes okay. whereas my husband doesn't have to do that with me because ain't nobody checking for me like that. and uh, combating them what is she saying like in her dressing well, like what is she doing so to combat? No, it's like uh, i think I, I, I if i'm not mistaken there was like a, a moment um after a game or something like that where there was a fan or somebody that was kind of, or i don't know if it was an interview i don't remember but some woman was kind of up in her, his face and she kind of popped her head out like in in the same like you know wherever <laughs> they were and it was just like oh hello basically like right, i'm here right and it, I, I mean I, that's her I, right I, exactly I don't think that's unreasonable yeah but the way the backlash started you know that's not something you need to put out there you need to talk to your husband about that privately or why do you want attention da -da 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 -da. you shouldn't care about attention from other men and I'm like okay. did y'all watch the video because it, all, it sounded like a her and her husband thing where he doesn't have the same insecurities when it comes to her because ain't nobody putting the, putting like you know their attraction to her out there like that right. whereas she has to combat it all the time so I'm like and her, I mean she's just she's she's speaking her truth yeah and let's be real, like how many of you don't have any insecurity? Like you really have yeah. no insecurities? So we're gonna bash her for putting hers out there? Like, oh, not I even just, just putting it out there. She put it out there on a platform where conversations like these are, that's where you- That was the purpose have, yeah, of the exactly. discussion. Let exactly. me be honest, this is how I was feeling. Yep. You know what's interesting about that is that we see all these um, pictures posted of like Beyonce and Jay-Z at a game front row everyone's honing in on Beyonce's face mm -hmm. and how she must be pissed about the girl next to mm -hmm. them who's leaning over to talk to Jay-Z and it's just like you kind of live for this anyway the people that are giving her yeah. help you know what I mean you yeah. live for the, they want you, a troll you they are just dying to figure out what Beyonce is saying to Jay-Z in that moment Aisha did you a favor she came out and told you mm -hmm. she gave you the reasoning behind her response shut up let her be you mm -hmm. know what i mean so if you're not insecure about anything kudos to you i mean yeah. good for you i'm a little jealous because i have insecurities i feel like everyone does yeah reasonably. i respect her for feeling like she could put hers out there and to my understanding her husband defended her he sure did so so what's everyone else's problem exactly you know what i mean like just, <laughs> and i i i mostly saw it from the men and they were kind of indefensive stuff and I'm and saying that what she shouldn't want attention from other she men? shouldn't want attention she shouldn't put their business out there especially before a big game whatever then when he came oh, out in defense of her and before a big game when they when he came out in defense of her silence oh I was scrolling through this Facebook sounds very look, chauvinist to me I was scrolling through Facebook looking for people to like the same kind of people uh -huh. talking about his response silence 
So, so I posted it. I was just like, did I miss the conversations floating around about this? Or were there none? There aren't any. There weren't any. The woman shouldn't speak. But when the man steps up, and yeah. that's just I'm it's, disgusting. It's, it's 2019, people. Get real. Like, come on. And then the few that you know were I mean? speaking on it were, like, uh, in, insulting him for <laughs> being okay with her speaking her mind. It's just like, oh, hey, women okay. shouldn't so, have opinions. Right. And she shouldn't, shouldn't want to be people. wanted. Like, okay. <laughs> she it's, She's being blatantly honest. Steph Curry has all these women throwing themselves at him constantly. Mm-hmm. We know those women are out there. She's insecure about it, especially because he never has to worry about. Mm-hmm. He's not combating the- anything, right? But she feel- so, she always feels like she has to kind of defend her right. position in his life, not to him, but, but to, to everyone others. else. And that's, and that's disgusting. It's disgusting that people are giving her crap for that. Let, let's yeah. be real. Everyone wants to be wanted, even if you don't want to want them back, yep. and you you're perfectly happy. Die, especially exactly. after three kids. It's a self-esteem thing okay and it's not bad in my opinion for someone to want a boost of self-esteem Steph is getting it all the freaking time and it's killing her and that's why he's not coming that's I honestly feel like even men the reason why they don't certain men they don't have to come out and say certain things or act a certain way because they get the attention that you know with without the lack of something you don't have to actually pursue it in any kind of way or even acknowledge that it's not there because it's there right and maybe she just wants like it I I don't I know how this is gonna sound but maybe she just wants some even playing field in her relationship which just like doesn't we can talk it is not a battle. It's not a fight. It's not a competition. But it doesn't but even like, mean even playing field in the sense of her getting attention, but people, women respecting her absolutely, space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Steph respecting or her knowing or it being out there that Steph respects that as mm-hmm. well because he also knows that, okay, my wife could easily be swooped up by someone mm-hmm. else if she was willing to allow that, mm-hmm. but she's not that person. That's fine. So and it's just wrong with having that. that even on the two sides where... You know what I mean? They both kind of deal with it. They yeah. both respect each other. They're not looking for it, but it's there. And it's as, just, a, I mean, she's in the, the fact is that she's airing this out. She's airing it out at the red table, which again is a platform for real conversations right. that people watch consistently right. and are inspired by. They feel like, okay, I'm not alone. That is a, a platform for that. Right. So for her to air it out rather than hoarding those feelings mm-hmm. and then acting on those feelings, like, and you guys on, would have speculated anyway. Let's be real. That, she didn't have to come out and say it. Facts. She just jumped ahead of you and you're pissed because you guys, mm-hmm. some, one of you very creative people <laughs> on Twitter would have came up with some great dialogue as to what she must have been thinking when yep. this chick was yep. all over stuff. You know what I mean? Give it a break. Give it a break. She did it for you. Shut up about it. And it's funny because the praise that she used to get before wasn't praise for being the kind of woman she was Mm -hmm. in and of herself. It was how that supported Steph Curry. And so, when is this she, coming from the men mostly? Mostly, of the course. ones that have something oh, to but lose if they're betting on the game. Yada, there's the pick me women who feel like they need to be in support of everything a man says in order to be more desirable to Good luck said to men. You. Yeah. So, and and it's just it's just weird how it's like those the, the not even just specifically Aisha Curry, but women like her don't get attention when they're just Aisha Curry's mm-hmm. in and of themselves. They get that attention for how they support a man. Right. It has being, to be Steph and Aisha mod. Curry. Yes. Right. But they don't and, and this is how you know because when they have moments like this, moments where they're human, moments when they want to be attracted, when, when they want to know that they still got it, mm-hmm. they they're 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 slandered yeah they're slandered and it's just like okay so all the great qualities that were there before it's somehow oh screw me now by me being because i'm human yeah yeah (laughs) essentially so it's like it's not that she was a good woman of herself it was how it how it helped him how it assisted him how it looked on him that's because that's what they wanted for themselves absolutely but the moment that 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 accessory becomes 
uh, you know a, a piece on her own and has opinions and feelings on her own that doesn't accommodate and doesn't compliment you know in their minds it doesn't compliment him anymore then it's like oh she's not a good woman anymore it's disgusting and it's just like it's disgusting oh. but you know what kudos to Steph Curry for defending his wife kudos at least Aisha, I mean whether Curry for speaking her mind and I hope it's not just in you don't know what it, goes it on behind people's doors way. it's not our problem I really don't get that vibe either but yeah. you just never know but kudos to him for not caring mm-hmm. or not yeah not caring about how it's gonna look if yeah. he jumps in there and says nah you yeah. know this is mine leave it alone yeah. she gets to say what she feels mm-hmm. you know what I mean like he he's respecting her and Another I respect him that for does, that that does that Devon Franklin that video yeah. <laughs> that video when him and Megan Good were on stage I don't know what the the context of the event was but this woman this you, she she had auntie vibes like written all like auntie at the cookout that's telling everybody what to do vibes the way she stood up took the mic and thought she was doing something by telling Megan Good that as a Christian woman she needs to cover up and that's the image that she should be putting out there oh my God. And Devon Franklin said, no, in, in the name of Jesus, she's going to wear oh, what she wants. I love that moment. I didn't see that. And even, like, you know, even being a person that, like, I, I don't care. It's just, like, I don't think you less Christian for, like, showing a little cleavage. I don't think you less Christian for posting pictures in bikinis on the beach. I don't care. Right. And so, you know, I but, I like, I do feel like, you know, there's, to a certain extent, because I've seen some wild, I've seen some wild things. I've seen, I've seen some yeah. wild things. So to the, you know, to that extent, yeah, I do feel like there's an image that, you know, men and women should be portraying based on their belief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not, I haven't seen a Megan good do anything that's outside of that. Like, I don't like, so her clo- like what she was actually wearing. Was no. Not so even what that- she, ha- what she had on wasn't problematic. Like it, it wasn't in that moment. It was just things that she's seen of her, you know, prior. Mm. And it's, it was just like, how, how, what gives you the right to c- come up in this event and like try to put her on blast like that? I just feel like, I feel like what, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, what you got on is so minor. Mad you know minor. what I mean? Why are we even still talking about that? It didn't it, it just, feel like that was the main issue, though. Yeah. It feel like she just wanted to f- put somebody in their place. You know, people with that. The energy. older it's people just like, that just, you know, she might have had a bad day. She might have, you know, she might have thought the outfit that she wore that day looked better on her than you know before than it did yeah. that day. She might. It could be a million reasons why she was she wasn't feeling her best self at that day. Yeah. Because I don't feel like people who feel like them, their best selves attack other people like that. Right. So something was going You're on right. in her life, in her head, whatever in that moment that made her feel like she I wish they knew how transparent they were though when they when when you attack someone else yeah. like that you like you make like yourself your, your you just broadca- you broadcasted up. your insecurities absolutely yeah. I wish yeah. people would know that I think a lot more people will mind their damn business Ooh, if they sure. knew that they yes. were being transparent yes. you know what I mean oh yeah but the way he kind of kudos just, the to way hubby. he swooped in and it was just kudos like kudos to hubby it, not in, not in just not just she will wear what she wants she will wear he should have straight up rebuked auntie he should have rebuked auntie first he rebuked her in the name of Jesus, it and then come to push it. It was beautiful. That and that That's wasn't hilarious. that wasn't a this quarter thing, but that was worth noting. And and the the grand scheme of men holding down their women exactly. for being individuals, right? And it's beautiful. It's right. really beautiful. But then it it kind of just goes to show that um, something that I did post surrounding the whole Aisha Curry situation was pay attention to whose opinion is what in these moments because there you know. I, I used to be really offended by certain things that people said until mm-hmm. I realized that they're showing you their colors. 
you have you know there's men on your social media sliding in your dms but their their responses to certain things is mm-hmm. just really chauvinistic really right. you know patriarchal really right. condescending to women and it's just like you can slide up out of my dms right. now because you're showing me that you you want me as an accessory not as a, exactly. a, an individual entity exactly. not as a human being right and you can't even be mad at that you you gotta allow people to show you who they are so that you can be like okay i'm good on that sir thank you goodbye but i the unfortunate thing to me is that there are women out there that I need that desperate they need that and I don't they have no self-worth no it's just you gotta realize your self-worth yeah and a lot it's not really taught like that no like from my own experience self-esteem it wasn't taught I feel like it's one of those things that you were expected to figure out on your own yeah from people who didn't figure it out on their own exactly you can't really knock whoever didn't teach you it's just when you actually lock into the lesson if you ever do it's kind of just like ew that's how I was acting right and I got to that place where I was just like I think of some of my exes and I'm just like dog if I was me oh right my now God. I wouldn't even Ugh, like same I, like yo same who are you now and it, it not like no shade to them but it's just like yo there's nothing here for me right there's nothing here for right. me and it, going forward with that yeah it's about not just like, settling yeah, you know what I mean it's like, crazy because it's like on a human level mm-hmm. some of the like you know exes whatever it's just like oh we cool right I would never date absolutely. you but we cool right absolutely so it's not like ew as a person it's just like <laughs> Ain't nothing here for me, dog. Right. Oh God. It's wild. It's wild, but um, that's that's pretty much all I got. That's all I got. All right. I think we wrapped up. That's all we got for you. So (laughs) until next quarter, (laughs) peace. Be loved and be loved.